0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Peeling Back the Truth with Ashley and Katie. This is number 12, and we are doing some behind-the-scenes this session, talking to our producers about how much they love and adore us and why they're here with us. Hello, Katie.
1: They're so excited that um, they're here today. They can't even hold back their excitement. As you can see, Sean, he's just jumping up and down. (laughs) But we... Ashley and I felt it was necessary to introduce these two lovely humans because they really help us so much and we would never be able to do it I don't even know how to record a zoom meeting let alone do a podcast so
0: and if anybody saw the struggles before we jumped on this if you saw what just went on
1: prior to this you would you would understand
0: And then everybody would wonder why Sean and Sam put up with both of us, Katie. So why don't we introduce Sam first and have Sam tell us a little bit about herself to us. Sam, hello. Thank you for coming on. Hey guys, thanks for having me. (laughs) How are you guys? We're We're good now that we're here. So Yeah,
2: so a little bit about me. I am the customer success manager for Airlays, and we have a lot of interactions with the customers. I kind of help them get onboarded and ready to go with marketing and whatnot. And obviously, I work with lovely ladies like yourselves to kind of get the the ins and outs of the device to kind of help them out along the way to get it implemented.
1: Yes, Mm -hmm. and Sam is a never-stop-moving girl. She is always... On the move, doing something for somebody.
0: I I definitely go to her for a lot. So So I'm sure she's
1: really glad she takes the time out to do a podcast smack in the middle of her day.
0: Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Sam, we do appreciate your support. And if you can kind of tell us why you thought with this crazy idea and we had over a year ago now, Mm -hmm. um, why you wanted to support this? Yeah, I mean,
2: I, you know, I talk to our customers every single day and I i am constantly seeing the need for that additional education. Um, so many people just want different types of education within this industry. And I think it's really important to really, you know, let them know, you know, the ins and outs, the myths and everything that happens within the industry, because um, it really prepares them for their conversations with their customers and because they always need to constantly be learning as well, because everything is always being, you know, developed on a constant basis and they really need to stay up to date. So I think this is a very important, um, you know, podcast and information, um, you know, station here, um, to kind of get them in, in the know and get to keep them up to date on, um, you know, everything going on in the industry.
0: And even though yes. we talk heavily about AeroLays, um, I think that also you believe heavily in us is in talking more about the overall industry, whether it's with AeroLays or not, mm-hmm. um, Obviously, Katie and I are obsessed with our ARLA devices and we talk very heavily about that. But as we all know, um, there are other practitioners out there that carry other things besides ARLA. So that's why we try to educate as heavily as we can on everything we do know. Um, and I think that you know, over a year ago when we talked about this that you know, I feel that you were really in tune to learning more things like combination therapies as well Mm-hmm. And kind of collaborating with us on that and chatting about that and even going over at home skincare and things. So I know that you help us out a lot, but hopefully we've helped
2: you a little bit no 100 percent. you guys have helped me so much and I think you know the fact that our device is is supplemental to other services I think really helps you know our customers businesses grow that much you know easier, easier and um, quicker because you know they need to know what they can do with the device and and other services that they already have to really maximize their profits in their um, in their business so I really do thank you guys for that it's really been a a lot
1: of information I've absorbed from all three of you (laughs) And I think that, that like for customer support, you know, obviously you're there to support them with the device they just purchased, but so many practices starting out need so much more than that. Like they have the device, they learn how to use the device, but they don't really know how to like incorporate everything into a whole and get the business up and running and how to, you know promote the device and talk about, you know, the different services that they do. And, you know, they're just skincare and just all the whole big picture of the medical aesthetic industry. It's like never ending and always changing. Yeah. hundred percent. And I feel what makes you, and the more, you know, the better off that, you know, you are.
0: And I feel also Sam, what makes you very unique is you think a lot outside the box. I know I say that a lot, but you do. And I think that with customer care, and when you're dealing with a lot of your customers that you, you know, enforce that you, you really help them kind of elaborate heavily on thinking outside the box and, and collaborating a lot of different things together. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's why all four of us are very unique together because we all believe in that. Um,
1: so we appreciate that very, very much. And without you, we could not do this. Like Katie yes, said, so. Thank you so much, Sam. And, and not to mention you are just a, uh, Ray of sunshine. Oh,
2: thanks, guys. Oh, I'm gonna have to keep this recording for myself just to pick me up on a on a sad day.
1: <laughs> Before we move on to Sean, I just want to mention the um lighting behind me. That is so <laughs> exciting. I just realized it was back there. <laughs> the rave. <laughs> you know, my LED lighting. Um, that was my daughter, I think had that on earlier. So I thought you were just getting ready for like I'm a not really course. trying to be like. Ultra cool. I it think just, you're trying to be
0: educated. I think
2: I, think I can cool. like
1: change the colors if I want. Oh, I can. Like if I wanted to get like fancy, look at this. <laughs> I am something.
2: <laughs> I like it. I like the don't, be don't be jealous.
1: Don't be jealous. <laughs> I
0: I just realized when you did that, I haven't taken on my photo behind me the last two times. And every time everybody's like, take on your photo. I haven't it's okay. the last times. It's okay. Sean, how you doing?
3: I am doing well, Ashley. I see it sunny what,
0: there in New York. what we want to
1: say about Sean real quick is just he loves this kind of stuff. Like, he just loves it. He's, <laughs> his favorite thing is to just be out there talking on camera. You know, he loves it. Right, Sean? You,
3: you couldn't be more right about that, Katie. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. <laughs> My excitement rose through the roofs on this. But uh, no, no, I know I appreciate man but it. it's
0: very meaningful when he says things, right? Sure.
3: Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I see it Minimum sunny there in New York. It's raining here. Yes. He is a man of few words, yeah. but yeah. he
1: is extremely knowledgeable and very, very savvy in the industry, and very um helpful and supportive to us, especially with technology as well. So, mm-hmm. Sean,
0: can you tell us? I know you. I know you want to. I know you're eager to tell us so much about yourself. So, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? What you help us with and why you support our crazy
3: sure so sean johnson uh director of marketing with air relays uh so i've been in this industry for uh going on 11 years and progressive roles um been 10 years with air relays actually as of next week so it's been um a, you know a lot of kind of you know blood sweat and tears get put into this company uh in general but you know it's been very interesting just all together you know, what's going on in, in, in aesthetics uh, in general. I think there's been a lot of innovation, you know, when I first came on the scene back in, you know, uh, 2011, 2012, um, kind of tapered off in the, in the, uh, the aesthetic energy, you know, based device world. But I think that, you know, what Aerolace has to offer is, you know, now that we're getting a lot of more, um, you know, eyes on us, you know, we, we have a lot more followers, a lot more, you know, larger community, in general, you know what we're trying to do within this industry is is really you know quite innovative, uh, to the point of you know you know m- moving forward with a lot of what customers need, um, what the customer demands are, and you know kind of focusing our technology and our 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 focus and strategy um, around that where you know. Our customers, uh, at least, can be you know most impactful uh, to their patients, and that's that's who the end customer is, and so that's what we really want to do. Um, and so I've known Katie for what has been like eight think, years. I nine mean, years, almost. I would
1: say <laughs> so, when I met you, I don't even think you were with Arrowleaf a full year.
3: Yeah, I don't think I was either. Yeah, so um, I've
1: pretty much known you since you've been. You know, I think since you've yeah. been there, that's when um, you were in the other building. Weren't even in this Yeah, album. we were mm-hmm. over in
3: with uh, Regeneron before they went public. And yep. um, yeah, they made quite the splash. And so we moved out of there um, well, three four years ago at this point in time. So oh, yeah, but it's been a long time coming. Uh, mm-hmm. You were with Estrella on ILM. And then I've had yep. the pleasure of meeting Ashley, I don't know, a year and a half ago, two years ago at this point in time.
0: Yeah. So, no, yeah, it's been a while.
3: Mm-hmm. I am I, I don't um, don't you
0: have me stuck in your life. I know you appreciate
3: it so much. <laughs> yeah, it's, been, it's been a constant ever since, that's for sure. But no, I, I think one of the, uh, you know, the, the most important things that the, the two of you are going, to, you know, and doing, you know, there's a lot of opinions out there. There's a lot of, um, you know, industry education that isn't always, you know, I think the, for one thing, the, the, the most innovative or, uh, you know, always the most truthful. Um, And that can be with, you know, what treatment trends are, what's what's the best for the patient, what's best for, you know, uh, the physician's practice, um, medical practice, an aesthetic practice, so on and so forth. And I think that when, you know, when you break down those those walls and have, you know, honest conversations and, you know, opinions out there um, from people that have, you know, been in the trenches that have, you know, are dealing with patients one on one and then also deal with industry on, on one on one. Um, you know, I think you get a, a much different perception altogether. and I think it's a, a lot of it is being candid, uh, truthful, and just weighing in on, again, you know, what makes the most sense. Um, and you know being from obviously you know an energy based device company, um, yes, I have you know some weighted opinion, opinions on something. But I think one of the things that we do well is is just, you know we understand the reality um, out there. And the reality is not everything is one and done. Not everything is just, it's, it's us or another. Um, there's a lot of, you know, I think group efforts that, that come out with us. And I think that's more that people weigh in on it. Um, and actually be, you know, again, you know, as you call it, the podcast, feeling about the truth, we, we keep on doing that. We get, you mm-hmm. know, better results, better outcomes, Uh, better experiences for everyone, Um, all all the stakeholders within this industry.
1: And I think, Sean, that's like, so I was just having this conversation with someone, um, how we're not here to talk about the negative, we're here to talk about the truth, you know what I mean? And it's like, there's so many things that happen in this industry that genuinely people think are true or are correct, but- Mm -hmm they're just not. And and I think a lot of it comes from the lack of education prior to getting involved with energy-based devices. You know, I know for myself, a lot of times people just want to do something in this industry. They want to get into it, but sometimes they're not doing the pre, the preliminary needed work before they, they start, you know? So that's what we're trying to help people understand all the little pieces that go into being successful and being able to, you know, work in this industry and really get the most out of it for your practice.
3: Yeah, I I feel like you guys have touched upon that. I think within each of the episodes that you've done over the past year, you know, at at least on, you know, each, each episode, one topic as to what might be a, you know, a misconception, might be a, a good way to put it, you know? And it is about that education that when it comes down to it, but um, yeah, you know, when, when it comes down to it, I mean, are there a lot of resources out there, um, you know, to kind of find out what the uh, the realities are?
1: I mean, there's a lot out there, but knowing what is right and what is not, or, you know, the like the truth or, or not. And if you don't have the edge, education behind you you can't determine what is fact and what is not so that's why you know youtube you'll see a million different things on youtube but some of it may be factual information and some of it might not be but if you don't know you don't know um that's why your sources need to come from you know reliable reputable sources so you can get the proper information
0: so i want to chime in on that a little bit um it's interesting i was just having this conversation with my with isabella my soon-to-be 16 year old and you can google anything you want these days and get the answer that you want you can mm-hmm. you can get the answer that you want even if it's the wrong answer
1: even if it's the wrong answer
0: so i think with that being said obviously for somebody to be right in their mind you know when they're googling something they can say oh well that's right here it's on google That's not always true because we could, we could go Google something on light-based therapy or energy-based therapy, any of the, any laser, and we could get the right answer that we want, but it might not be the right answer. And I think that
1: it comes back to the science
0: approach this podcast and we always talk about education. And I know that people, you know, it might be redundant that we say that, but it's truth. The truth is education is key. And I'm sorry, you're not going to educate yourself just based off of a Google platform. Um, You really need to go and find, you know, the resources out there with professionals that is going to be, you know, the right answers rather than, I mean, we could find so much on medical spas or, um, you know, any laser-based therapies, any um, medical grade skincare, anything on Google, but we really need to utilize the, the education piece and and mm-hmm. know your sources so
1: and if you that- are already um an hour customer we have an amazing educational um website uh, a training website that i don't think everyone you know knows or accesses or you know just doesn't take advantage of it and i know that um fly is a chemical peel company. I know they offer tons of education. Mm-hmm. So take advantage of, you know, the education from the actual source, you know, so use it, like, don't, um, don't let it be there and not use it as, as a sort, you know, as a source of knowledge.
0: And yesterday in our clinic, one of our, um, uh, consultants, she, she asked me actually about arrow and, you know, some of the webinars we have on um, aerolase.com. And she's like, I didn't realize all of this existed. But the reason why she asked is our management team at Skin Boss demands every month somebody does a webinar, webinar based on anything in the industry. And there is so much out there with webinars from tons of different companies, laser companies, skincare companies, chemical peel companies. And I think that that's really important. And obviously we've evolved in a way through covid the last couple of years to have those resources out there, and I think that that's why that platform through Aerolace has grown so exponentially. Just because it, I mean, we we have to be um, ahead of the game, right? We have to be ahead of the times, and I think that using things of that nature is going to be more educational than googling things. Nothing. Is
1: Google. Yeah, I,
3: actually, I I want to go back on that because that's actually a pretty good good way to put it. Is like you can Google something to find an answer, but it doesn't mean you understand it. Right. No, like, exactly. <laughs> and and so I, I think that's uh that that's half the battle there is like actually, you know, understanding what you're actually trying to find the answer to. And, and there's it,
1: not always a yes or no answer to right. Sean, especially in this industry. Like I just had someone ask me a question, uh um, can you get laser therapy with a pacemaker? Now that answer is not just yes or no to me, because I don't just when someone has a medical condition, I always look at them individually and like, why do you have a pacemaker where, you know, what is your doc, what is your doctor's opinion on is this nest? Because the treatments we're doing are cosmetic. So if, it, if there's any issue with this, with your doctor, then we shouldn't do it. But if your doctor is totally hundred percent fine with it, because the laser will not affect the pacemaker. But there could be other reasons for this person, maybe that they shouldn't be having laser treatments. And, you know, if someone has a pacemaker, they've obviously been through, you know, surgeries and different, you know, medical issues. So you have to dig deeper. You can't always just say yes or no, because maybe one person with a pacemaker is great, but there might be another person who has other underlying things, you know, because, you know, with the pacemaker or because of the pacemaker that, would be, a you know, affect having a laser treatment. So, you know, I always say you have to dig deeper and that's why questions are hard to answer with a yes or no.
0: Also, when you can get the same clinical endpoint with doing something maybe a little bit different in your patterns or your settings, like I always say this when I'm educating, there's more than one way to spin a cat. I don't still understand it. I Googled the saying, I still don't get it, but I always but, say but that. But it
1: makes sense, get- like it's a saying, but there is always you know, more than one way to get to your end goal. End
0: point. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, I think opening people's eyes to knowing that is huge. Obviously we train a certain way when we're training with arrowlays on patterns and how to follow, you know, your pattern and things like that. When you're, you know, um, doing your diagram of the face, like when you're going in sections and then some people might want to go vertical the whole time or horizontal the whole time. Like, that's not going to affect anything. Like they're still going to get same clinical results, but I think people are so attached to thinking inside the box. Where all four of us, when we collaborate, we always think outside of the box, and there is always a way that, to get the same clinical endpoint. It just it depends. Like you said, right. Katie, there's no yeah, there's no straight black and white yes and no answer on a lot of things, and I think that that's crucial to remember, especially in this industry, because people might have amazing ideas. I feel like every time we do a podcast, we all learn something from one another Mm -hmm. um, that we didn't know before. And I guess if, if we know that maybe we're touching one extra person out there to know that they could learn something from this, which I feel like completes our job as doing our podcast. I know this is like a crazy hobby of ours, Katie, but at least we can touch maybe a couple
1: people with it. And even like asking questions and Sam, I'm sure you can relate to this. Sometimes um, you might get the same question, from the same person multiple times, correct? Yep. And this, this, you know, is because, you know, the person knows you can answer it quickly, rapidly, and just get it done. Right. But when I have a question before I ask someone who I know knows the answer, I kind of try to figure it out on my own or at least think it through on my own so that I can educate myself. But a lot of the times we just want like that quick fix, like, okay, I want to say, I want to bake a cake. Well, I could get the recipe, figure it out, whatever. Or I could just say to someone who already made it, can you just show me real quick? I don't really care if it's a half a cup, a cup. Can you just do it? Show me. It's, it's, you know, it's educational to go through the process and not just get the answer. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm.
0: You need to have that hands-on experience
1: Mm -hmm.
0: with everything in this industry.
3: Yeah, there's, I mean, there's definitely a lot of pieces that kind of go into it. I mean, I, I think one that gets overlooked, too, is, is the willingness to want to learn or be able to do something new um, or have a different, out, you know, outlook or opinion on it. So, you know, I, I know with like, um, I'll shamelessly plug um, releases, post sale support and everything like that. But, you know, we know that, you know, when, when you get a, a new device, you know, it, you know, it, can, it can be a little daunting um you know especially if you, you're used to using you know something else or or you know treating a condition in a specific sort of way um and to go a, a different way about it might not always be uh you know comfortable or easy something like that but you know i think well, for one thing you know it's it's about being open but to also get the, the correct education and that's clinically in, in business um mm-hmm. you know which is what we you know we have on here right now is, is the clinical and business you know team you know, getting the onboard implementation correct and, you know, expanding from there. So, um, you know, all, they all kind of go into each other. Um, but, you know, but again, it starts with the individual, I think. But then again, you know, having the right actual people to, to teach and, you know, impart, you know, different por- portions of information on there is, is important as well.
0: Yes. And I think you made a great important point there, Sean. People need to be willing to change because, technology that we thought was going to help let's say some type of condition five years ago and now it's there's not, studies right. coming out saying that that condition actually it makes it worse and people still want to do the same things even though that clinical piece is there showing that um and I'm not going to say any like I'm just you let's use the condition melasma right five ten years ago they said that um intense pulse light and broadband light is really, really great for melasma. And now they're finding studies that it's actually making melasma in a lot of cases worse. And I think that when you you take that um, piece of things and people are so used to, nope, this is going to help melasma, this is going to help melasma. And now there's clinical studies showing, no, it actually is making it worse. People in the industry don't want to change that. And they're saying, oh, no, I, I, five, five, 10 years ago, this is what we did. So we're going to continue doing it but there's so many advancements in the industry where it's actually not helping this, this patient. It's not going to help their patients. It's going to, it's going to actually make it worse for their patients.
1: And I I mean, honestly, like, I feel like if you had any information, you would have known that from the gate. Like I never was convinced at that ever. Like I never really, because it just doesn't make sense scientifically, you know? And that's why, like, if you think things through, and um, have a grasp
0: and understanding. And you have a
1: grasp and understanding, you can get to the answer, you know, and you can say, okay, well, that doesn't make sense because, you know, melasma hates light <laughs> and hates heat, you know what I mean? But, yeah. and it's very, and that, you know, that treatment's really superficial. So like, there's so many things like just thinking outside the box, like we said before, can really help you to get to the best end point in whatever you're doing.
0: And I have to say, in clinic, in the last three months, I have had patients, which makes me extremely excited and happy that they're doing this, I've had patients come to us and and do consultations and then ask us questions, like no other question before, because people are more insightful on finding out factual information now than they were a year ago, two years ago, three years ago. I had a consultation the other day, and she's like, so tell me again, what platform you know, like what wavelength this is. And I was thinking, wow, that's interesting. She really wants to know the wavelength. And, you know, sometimes we always think like, who are these people really? Like we want to know, like, do they, are they tied to the med spot five miles away? But I really think it's more or less people want to be educated because this prejuvenation fad and, and, um, helping successfully, um, you know, maintain your youthfulness in your skin. I think it's such a, a power trip right now for everybody and every individual, because it's so, um, it's so well-known now.
1: Mm-hmm. Obviously Things when are, I got into this- Are always years changing. Ago, mm-hmm. Right, and
0: when we got into this years, and it years ago- It was only
1: 45 or older were your clients. Right? And now you we're not seeing 20 somethings.
0: College students. And they're like, well, I need to prejuvenate. I need to do this. But I I, I actually like the fact
1: that they want to learn. And yeah, me, they're, you, they're, I feel like the most educated- they are the ones. They are the, the ones who come <clears throat> in with knowledge. You know, it's, and, and, my, it's my older clients I, or people that seem to just say, help me. What can you do for me? Where these millennials come in and they're like, okay, I know this. I know this. What, you know, I think this would be good for me. You know, they always challenge you. Yeah, they always challenge so, you. And, yeah. and, that's,
0: and that's another thing I want to talk about. And this is to the customer right now. If you okay, go to a really
1: I'm yep. very sorry to do this but I, know I have go. a call at 1230 okay. and I really have to get on it with this okay. um, doctor. So I have to hang out.
0: I'll take it from here with our peeps, Katie. Don't worry.
1: All right, Sean and Samantha. Thank you so much. Ashley, about you? no, thank you to me. Oh, I, I was in the <laughs> process.
0: <laughs> have fun. Have a great day. I love you all. I'll
1: talk to you. Ooh, bye. <laughs> bye.
0: So what I was saying is, um, if you're going like, this is to the customer, if you're going to a facility and that facility, you're asking questions and they literally can't even explain anything to you or understand or answer what you're asking, probably the wrong facility for you because they are probably a facility that went to a one day training. You do things this way, this way, this way, there's no blurred lines in between, and they're not really understanding the devices, the modalities, proper skincare—they literally just decided one day, "Hey, I, I just want to run lasers, or I want to do chemical peels." Because if they—if if your consultant, your esthetician, your physician, your nurse practitioner, your nurse PA, whoever it is—if they can't tell you thoroughly like what's being done and why you're doing this, I don't know if I—if I went to a doctor for some diagnosis that I had and they couldn't. Fully explain that to me of why I have that and what it what it is I mean would you two want to go somewhere to that no, it, probably no not. it honestly it
2: hinders that patient you know practitioner relationship too it's like you're coming to them for their experience their knowledge Act their education right. and if, if that's something that you can't necessarily answer it's like ooh, like okay well I'm gonna go to someone who does because I have more confidence in them and what they can do
0: that to me doesn't mean that they're specializing in anything. They're just specializing in, I want to perform a service or lasers. That's right. it. And that's, that's why education is so
2: important. Just because like the more, you know, the, the more conversational it is too. Less pushy, you seem as a practitioner trying to get them to do, you know, additional services and stuff like that
0: too. Absolutely. I, um, I really, I I do want to take the time. I know Katie's not on here. I do want to thank both of you from the bottom of mine and Katie's heart for always supporting us in this. I know we can be huge pains sometimes, but thank you both so much.
3: No problem, Ashley, at all. But um, one thing I I did want to ask you was, you know, since you've been in the industry for 16 years? 17. 17 years now. Yeah, sorry. I've
0: been doing this since I was five, everybody. No worries.
3: So... (laughs) So uh, obviously, like you, you've kind of seen the, like like the the patient education change, right? And and so like you know back in the you know there's there's been resources you can you can Google if you want to, but now like the patient journey has changed a lot. You know you have a lot of uh, TikTok, Instagram, you have um, you know Google reviews, you have Real Self, you have WebMD, all these other d- different places to kind of find information now. Uh-huh people are doing that. There's a lot of reviews online, Real Self, um, American Health and Beauty and things like that. Um, you know, th- does it bother you if you have the, the, the patients like too educated or do you find that they're actually going to have more of a, um, you know, do, 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 do you think it's more collaborative at this point?
0: So this, my perspective on that is <clears throat> overall, I think that whoever is in charge of somebody's skincare journey, has to have a strong personality. Because if you don't, you're gonna get wrapped up into that hamster wheel of going back and forth with a patient. And then you can't have a strong opinion on something. I learn things from my patients every single day I'm in clinic. But at the same time, when they come to me and they're like, well, I read this and and, and I know you're not supposed to do it this way, it's all on the delivery, right? So when I approach people, I just say to them, you came to this facility, you wanted my expertise, and I am telling you my best credible, educated opinion. And and you can read, and that's when I go into saying to them, you have great resources out there, but you can literally find the answer you're looking for, whatever way you want to, when you're using some of these platforms. There is so many conflicted answers out there, like I mean, just using this as an example, obviously I see right behind you, it looks pretty sunny out. It doesn't look like it's storming in New York right now, right? Like right behind you in that window. But mm-hmm. if I Google right now, is it raining right now on this day in June in New York or Terrytown, wherever you're at, Sean? I can guarantee you, I'm probably gonna get an answer of, oh my gosh, it's like tornado weather out here right now. And, and it's because you can find any answer you want to believe in on the internet. So I tell people, you know, it's great that you're doing your background and it's great that you're doing your fact finding, but you're you're physically coming to our facility for our best educated opinion on things. And that's where, and then I talk to people about how that's where you really need to do a little check and look at people's websites, check people out, see what their experience is. Obviously, if I just started, I mean, everybody has to start somewhere, but if I just started yesterday, I think that'd be something that people would want to know before they'd sit in our chair and say, Hey, I want a consultation. And then I want injectables or lasers or peels or microblading. We want to know who that person is a little bit. So I think that it's great to have a resource out there, a lot of resources out there for patients, but I also find, and no offense to patients, but I also find that they sometimes feel that they hold the power of, they know it all. And that's when you need a practitioner, a consultant, a provider to say, you know, you're coming to us for a reason. If, if, um, if, if you want to know our opinion on things, this is our opinion. Cause I get people like that all the time, all the time.
3: What's your, uh, what's what do you have a favorite, <laughs> uh, you know, patient story where they had come in with a, a real, a real piece of, um, you know, truth and knowledge that that just did not happen about. to be true.
0: Um, I'm not going to say any, I'm trying to think how to say this without saying like names of labels or anything. Um, (laughs) So I had a patient. Okay, great. This is awesome. I had a patient come in. She's a pharmacist. She wanted to talk to me about services and about medical grade clinical skincare. So we talked about all of that. And that's when she was telling me that prescription retin-A was the same as retinol hydrate. And the reason why she knows that is because she's a pharmacist and she prescribes retin all the time. And I had to explain to her how, you know, it's not it's not found, the molecules aren't found in your DNA. And I went on and on and on. And then I, I utilize a tool, which I am gonna give a shout out right now. In our clinic, we utilize a tool called TouchMD, which I absolutely love. Um, we can put all the information, and I don't know if you or Sam have heard of this before. Sean, have you heard of this before? Yeah. Okay. So we use this and we have all factual information about the products on there that are tagged with the product's picture label name. And I tagged this to her specific portal. And I said, I want you to go home and research this. And I tagged all of this information. And then I told her a couple resources to go look at how, you know, retin-A is just sitting on the superficial layers of your skin. That's why people's skin gets really dry, dehydrated, red and raw, and they can't do it over time because it's not in a time-release formula. It's not metabolizing through their body. So she, you know, she had her opinions. I had my opinions, but I said to her, I welcome you to go home, read through this and call me if you have any other questions. She came back two weeks later for treatment. Not only did she buy the products that I told her to buy when she had her her laser treatment, she then said, you know, it's crazy because I'm a pharmacist and I literally thought that all of them were the same. And I was trying to explain to her medical grade skincare versus like over-the-counter topicals. And she actually, you know, thanked me, which I was shocked because she was very strong in her beliefs, but I just gave her the tools to research it and look it over because you only have so many minutes in a, a consultation where you can't go through every single thing. So I think that that was probably one of my, I would say most positive consultations out of somebody that is, you know, obviously she's a pharmacist she's went to school she's a professional she's educated um I would say that that was probably one of my favorite ones just because she came back and she's like you're right like Mm -hmm. no wonder my skin is raw because her whole thing was is I can't use that because I use retin-a and I know that it works well but it it dehydrates my skin after two days I can't do this and now she's like sold on the products that we we gave her so and I don't mean that in any form of any retin-a brand I'm just putting it out there just to a a written topical of So I think that that was probably one of my best. I, um, you know, I I think it's great too because our clinic provides a lot of service to more so our Indian population. And I think they're so wowed by Errolay's device that they can treat all year long and they get such amazing results because, you know, with darker Fitzpatrick levels, they do have horror stories. I've had so many patients come in that have had burns, that have not had any results happen with a lot of their devices that they've utilized from other med spas. And then they come in and they do devices in our med spa. And obviously I talk heavily on Aerolase just because I love it, but they're blown away by results because they thought that that could never happen before. And obviously, um, and this is just a side note for everybody listening, We um, just went through clinical studies with the reverse on Fitzpatrick four through six with aerolase, which is um, using the 1064 YAG um, just to kind of remodel the underlying tissue in the skin and help with rejuvenation and elasticity, and then fully ablating the superficial layers. And we have phenomenal responses with that. And I think people are still trying to wrap their brain around it because they don't quite understand how we can do that on a Fitz four through six. And obviously, Sean, Sam, you guys see this every day. We've been working on this for a long time now. And I think it's incredible that we have it launched and it's out there. So I think that, you know, addressing every single individual skincare wants, needs and goals is huge. And we can do that within practice these days in a safe manner, especially with Aerolase devices.
3: Yeah, a lot of it is you know being able to have your practice, you know, be able to not turn any sort of patient away. You know, that's what we're uh, eventually getting to with you know all of our treatments, all of our our protocols in general. And I think that's kind of special um, altogether. You know, if when you, you know, when a patient comes in for a medical condition or an aesthetic condition, you know, the you know the, the community of users that we have, you know, are able to you know individually treat them um, for whatever concern that they actually have, uh, for a lot lot of different conditions. And then, you know, tan skin over the summer, I think is a, a, is a pretty important one, but, you know, again, when we're looking at fits, you know, four, fives, and sixes, you know, they've never, never had, you know, a lot of aesthetic solutions, much less an ablative, uh, aesthetic solution, you know, for their concerns. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I think we have a lot of ground to cover with that in general, but, you know, now that we have the protocols and the, the safety uh, has been uh, defined, the efficacy has, has been defined. You know, I think we have uh, some pretty interesting data to release down to the world now.
0: I'm really excited. I'm really excited about it because I just think it's just a huge piece to the puzzle missing. And I think we've kind of completed that. Um, and I wanna speak a little bit about how you said summer months. I mean, here we are end of June, beginning of July and our practice is crazy in our laser division. And obviously, we do microneedling as well. But I would say 90% of it is because of the NEO. And we can do it all year long. I mean, I'm going to go to the cottage this weekend. And before I see you and Sam next week in Vegas, I'm just going to do a NEO. And I know it's okay that I've been on the boat like the day before. And it's fine. And yeah, that's huge. And that's
3: something that we still hear in the industry is like, well, you know, are you guys shutting down your practice? Like, yeah, you know, we're a little bit slower in the summer months. Why? For, for no. our reason, Ours know? is...
0: Ours is flourishing so much. We're ready. I mean, our business owners just signed. We're getting another Neil. I mean, we, we need it. We need it. Um, Just because people are booking out so long. We can't, I mean, I'm booked out four weeks right now. We can't, I mean, we, we need that for our practice to build even stronger. And I think that, I know I say this all the time and it's probably redundant to people, but people need to hear it. If you're building a practice, when you first open, or you're already having a practice and you have a lot of different technology and you wanna collaborate that technology with something new, Neo is what will build that. Neo will be that workhorse. Obviously, Era is fantastic as well, which is that full ablation. But if you're really looking to build a practice or build onto other devices that you have in combination, Neo is going to be your definite answer. So- I know I, I
3: mean, say it all the time but <laughs> No, it's true. I mean we, we see that all a lot of the time when people are building their practice or expanding it. But um, uh, just going back to the, like the, you know the, like the patient education uh, everything like that and speaking of like the summer months is that a question that you get you, you get asked often uh, can you know uh, can I get treated over the summer can I get treated with tan skin things like that is that something all that the time. ask for or what Yeah no. All the time So they're, they're,
0: I just had a couple consultations last week and this week in clinic and they were like, so I want to come here and get a plan because I want to, I want to save, obviously, because of the expense. I want to save for the fall because I know I can't be treated now. Why can't you be treated now? Why Why? why do you think that? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I was told the laser is going to make me more sensitive. It's, it, you know, it's it's uh, something I can't do when I'm tan. I had a laser hair removal consult just yesterday. So cute. Her husband surprised her. It was her birthday. And he's like, she's always been talking about laser hair removal. She really, really wants it. So I wanna get her in just for consultation. And she thought she's gonna have to wait. She's like, I'm so excited you got me a laser hair removal consultation. I know I have to wait till fall. And I'm like, why, why do you have to wait? She's like, well, you can't do it when I'm tan which she was very bronzed, um, beautiful woman. And I was like, if you want, like the laser's being used right now, obviously. But I was like, if you want, we can get you in for laser hair removal in the next couple of weeks, probably. She's like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. So people just need to know it's out there and that it can happen. I mean, you literally can do any treatment for like the 36 plus skin conditions and indications were approved for during the summer. You can do it all year long. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously I don't want somebody to be coming in fried like a tomato.
3: No, could um, be right. <laughs> can't be burned. <laughs> What'd you say? Yeah. Can't, you can't be burned. That's the only thing, yeah.
0: Now Definitely I have, fine. Yeah. I and mean, in all honesty, though, have I had somebody come in and it was on the boat the last couple of days and they might have a little pink thing on their forehead? Yes. Did I treat them? Yes. Were they fine? Absolutely. Again, if they're like severely burnt, I'm not going to do that. But I just think getting that word out there. And I think obviously Airely's as a whole, um, Katie with the education department now being in charge of that, I think that we're really getting that word out there obviously we try all the time I know you and Sam put countless hours in to try to achieve that and I think it's happening I think that with this industry I think back to when we first started this last year and how Katie and I brought those facts up about med spas being like the new wave and how by 2024 it's going to increase rapidly I believe that more so today than I did even last year because the industry is growing so quickly And I think to get ahead of things, to get that education out there is huge. Obviously we're only four people, but we, I think certainly try. (laughs) So I don't know. I, I think it's, I think this industry is crazy. You know, it's interesting that people constantly are like, oh, with the economy, oh, post COVID. Oh, do you think people are gonna have the funds to do that? I don't know, but somehow people are making it happen because they're making it a priority. It's a priority in people's lifestyle for me if I wasn't in this industry, my hair would probably be seven different colors. I wouldn't go get it done. I would rather treat my skin than do that. Like you gotta, it's a, it's a priority now. People realize that they can get really great results with no downtime all year round. And it's, it's a huge, um, it's a huge win I think for Air And it's a huge win for a lot of other companies too that you can do a lot of things and, and get that, you know, anti-aging, prejuvenation, all, you know, all conditions under control.
3: Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I think that's, that goes out without saying. And I mean, like, I think we've seen the, the, with the recession back in 2008, um, you know, through the pandemic, and then even, even if there's a looming recession, I mean, the one thing that has proven true is the aesthetic industry is very resilient altogether. You know, there's a lot of practices out there. I think even you've said this to me, too, is that, you know, you know, throughout, you know, 2021, you know, a lot of people had one of the best years of their business's life, you know, of revenue growth, you know, and, you know, I hear it all the time. And, you know, I think I sound like a broken record when I say it, but, you know, you had the Zoom boom, you know, we're all staring at ourselves in the uh On the screen all the time, we're more cognizant when we look at the mirror uh, in general. And, and, you know, even with with the plastic surgery stats that we see, you know, rhinoplasty, uh, number one surgical condition, increased breast uh, augmentation went down, Um, you know, blood and fillers did extremely well, and even with laser. And so I don't think that's going to be um, an issue. I also think that when you look at it, um, you know, pricing, treatments aren't as expensive as they used to be. Uh, necessarily, I think they're a little bit more cost effective, you know, for businesses, but also as, you know a little bit more cost effective for patients. Uh, plus, you have payment plans, care credit, you know, right. and all these other different things now. So, you know, I think that's going to continue. Um, I do understand the, you know, you know, people be you know, a little bit uh, careful little cautious with things like that but I think that if you are you know an existing medical practice existing aesthetic practice you know you can't go wrong with investing into you know newer technologies um just in general to stay up with the times so and
0: I and I think you said it right too Sean people like even in our practice people are blown away when we do a consultation for them we have their protocol wrote out all of that for them to take home I I've had a lot of people say oh wow I actually thought that was going to be a lot more expensive And, and I'm like, no, it's, it's not that much more expensive. No. And they are like, oh, is this a special? No, it's not a special, but also I think that as much as, you know, again, I don't want to offend anybody, but as much as Groupon was a thing Mm -hmm. and it probably still is a thing. I feel that Groupons in medical facilities with, you know, cosmetic treatments or any other, you know, non-cosmetic medical treatments. I think isn't as much of a thing because people really want the education piece, right? They want to know who they're going to. I feel like in the medical world, when you look at Groupons, it's like more of a stigma like, oh, they're doing that because they really want to get busy. And I know it's a building tool, but I think people oftentimes are very misled and misguided on what the costs and the financials are of it. Just like you said, there's so many more opportunities out there to get financing for it or, um, you know, cost has went down a little bit, but just because cost has went down a little bit or it's a little bit more an average setting for cost doesn't mean that practices aren't, you know, that the money's not there for practices. It just, it's it's the way that you market it, I think. No, of course.
3: And that, and that also goes into the the value. I mean, the, the, the big buzzword is experience. You know, patients don't want, you know, just, you know, something, you know, just a, you know, uh, in-and-out treatment, um, and you have different, you know, segments of, of the market. The, the Groupon shoppers, that's one segment. Yeah, they just want to, they, they, they buy, they go, they leave. But then you have the other people that want that value, the experience, and they really want something that is is first class. They want, you know, a uh, someone that's knowledgeable. They want a nice facility. They want, you know, something that's not painful, gives them results, so on and so forth at, at a relatively, um, you know, quick pace, and then they want lasting results as well. Um, and so when you go down, go down that, that market, I mean, and, and that's why, you, you know, Sam talks about this all the time with the customers, you know, what, what, what do we price an active treatment? What do we price a skin rejuvenation treatment? And it, it differs. It really does from facility to facility, but it all comes down to the value that what you want to give your customer. You know, we have mm-hmm. people that charge $250, we have people that pay, or sorry, that charge, uh, you know, eighteen hundred dollars, you know, per certain treatment. But it all depends, and I think that you know it comes down to your market. But you know, aesthetics has always been lucrative, and I, you know, I can't stress that enough. You know, for a lot of businesses, just because the market is booming just altogether. So, and you said it too, actually, with with expanding to another laser. I mean, you guys have had a number of models in the past, and you know, getting out another Neo. You know, obviously you guys are doing pretty well.
0: I'm excited because I think that um, with some plans we have, uh, we're really going to push the ticket on a lot of different areas on the body. I have a lot of high hopes that I think will be met in combination therapy and NEO and ERA are going to be a big part of that. So I'm excited for, um, you know, our practice to be able to do that and our business owners and providers always you know, believing in us and believing in what we bring to the table and, and knowing that, you know, the drive is there, we need it. So I'm really excited to do that. And and that's why I, I feel that I am so passionate talking about these devices as well, because they've helped our practice so much that we are just moving forward and like kind of pushing the ticket on things. So yeah, I mean, I, I think this industry is, like I said, going to explode even more than it has. And I'm excited to see that and be part of that. Um, Just to kind of piggyback on what you were talking about with patients coming in and putting a price on things. I feel it's so important as practices, know your worth. You need to know your worth in the facility and what you are and what you stand for in your brand. And when you know your worth and you stand behind that brand, karma is everything. And I feel that people are going to just come in and know who you are and and what type of facility you are out there and be competitive. Just because the person off the street is doing some type of special doesn't mean you absolutely have to do that because in our practice specifically, like you said, we wanna build relationships with people. We look at our clientele as extended family and we want them to have a, a, a big longevity with us and not just go to the best price in the city of what they're offering on that special. We want them to know and entrust in us and be that extended family to us. So I think that when you know your worth and you know that the education is there within your entire practice, then you need to, you need to shout it from the rooftop and, and know your worth. And I think that that's really important for practices to remember because people will come in.
2: That's something I often see with all of our practitioners, the ones that have those treatment plans, the ones that have the full set of, I'm going to educate you, I'm going to use my background experience, my real world experience to kind of educate you through this full process. Those are the ones that are successful with this device because they take their client through the full process and they, mm-hmm. they kind of Keep that relationship with them. That client trusts them. That's why they refer people to them. It's like a whole building of that relationship with them, and that's why they do so well because they they make an effort for that to be just as important as the actual treatment. Because Absolutely. the client needs to be educated, otherwise they're not going to start bragging about it if they don't know what they're getting done. They just know they got something done and they're going back.
0: <laughs> I just recently, um, gosh, was this yesterday or Monday? I can't remember. I had a dentist. His wife is a is a patient of ours, and she has, they, they lived out West. They've lived East. They sat in Michigan now, and she's blown away by her results that we have within our practice. And she didn't realize that she could even achieve those results. She's like everywhere i went, they've never like fully invested and fully educated. And I just feel like you helped me learn and grow so much. And like, people want that. Like, yes, obviously we have a facial division. That's very relaxing and You know, people can come there and relax, but if people want that education, I want to educate them because that's going to stand out to them more so than them just laying there on their phone while they're getting a treatment and not knowing because that's going to, it makes me excited to excite them because then they're going to go to somebody else and be like, well, I got this done and she did this and this and this, and I can't believe the results. You have to be excited to be in this industry because if you're not, you're going to go stagnant really quick. <laughs> I mean, I'm, enough, I'm not I mean, like, rude.
3: How 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 hard is it to make that connection, though? Like, I I I see people all the time, and they're like, "Oh, I mean, you know, the, the experience is okay." But for me, I, it's not that hard to 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 give value or to make that connection or to actually get someone excited about what you're doing, just to educate them at at a very minimal level.
0: It's hard for me to answer that, Sean, because you know, my personality and like, I'm just really excited to talk about it, but yeah. there are some people that are just shyer and don't, you know, and, and I get that. I, I mean, I can't say I fully get that because that's not me, but I I can see that. And the thing is, it's just being really great at making relationships based on technology that you believe in and that you love to see the results and the before and amazings, I think is key. Mm-hmm. And Again, I go over this all the time. Build a portfolio, get your before and amazings, show people what you have, be passionate about what you're doing. I feel terrible for people that have a job that they're not passionate about every day because I, for one, would not have that job if I wasn't passionate about it. I couldn't, my wheel would not turn correctly if I wasn't passionate about skin. Obviously, I know you and Sam know that because I'm crazy. And I know I get like really overexcited about things, but that's just me because I love what I do. So I don't think it's hard, but you might be asking the wrong person.
3: No, that's all fine. But I, I just think, like, like you said, if you genuinely, genuinely believe in what you're doing, or genuinely believe in, you know, the products you're using, or, you know, genuinely believe that you do want to help patients, you know, there, there, there should be something in there that makes you have that connection with the patient, genuine Absolutely. experience, so on and so forth. But um, you know, keep it on your excitement a little bit. I wanted to ask you. So you know, we, we, we talk a lot about the face altogether with, with our laser in general. Now we're starting to see a little bit of a trend with like uh on body, where we're not talking about contouring anymore, we're talking about bettering the skin off the face on the, the body, the integrity
0: of the health of the, the skin, integrity of
3: the skin, laxity um just overall skin health just in general I mean are you you seeing a little bit of an uptick in that in your in your practice or is that something that's exciting to you
0: I'm seeing an uptick a lot with that and that is in the future to come of one of my exciting things of having two neos so in like three to four months I want to circle back on that (laughs) in our podcast because I am thriving right now I'm getting some good before it amazings. Like I've already, obviously Madison, she's been on here, our director, she's fantastic mm-hmm. thinking outside the box, always entertaining my crazy ideas. And I've already even discussed like a plan of action that I want to roll with, with her. And you say body um, obviously necks and chests are always a big one. Hands yeah. are huge right now. I They're see huge. people wanting to do, you know, just all over better integrity of the skin on their knees, on their, back of their mm-hmm. arms. And again, contouring's great. There is, you know, we have an entire body division in our facility, but I think that overall skin health is going to be more important um, in the long run, in the big scheme of things. So yes, I have a really good um, plan of action with that. And like I said, I think in three or four months, we should revisit that because I think it's going to be one of the new hot trends um at the end of this year and i think it's really gonna explode in 2023.
3: Yeah i totally agree with it honestly and i think that's a good snapshot into the future altogether but absolutely it's kind of exciting altogether like i said i mean we, we we've seen an uptick in it and just you know like like you already talked about with with you know people getting more educated the the younger crowd um, understanding, you know, why the integrity of the skin and how to keep their skin healthy is it's much more important now. Obviously, that's going to go off, off the face into other parts of the body. And I think that's yep. interesting and exciting thing altogether. So cool.
0: I think so too. Well, thank you both for being on here with us today. And I believe next we are going to talk to Lana, um, the creator and owner of the CO2 lift mask on our next podcast. So we're excited to have her and um, so we uh, will be joining her next, in the next couple weeks. And I hope also, if you have a great 4th of July.
3: Thanks, wow. enjoy the cottage.
0: Um, yeah, I will enjoy the cottage, yes. And I'll see both of you shortly here in the next week and a half. Um, before we go, if you don't mind, since I don't have Katie here, let's talk about some truths and some myths. Uh-huh. I feel that it is very true. You can find whatever answer you're looking for on the internet?
3: Yeah, you can, (laughs) (laughs) to an extent. Okay, Correct
0: correct answer. Come (laughs) on.
2: I mean, truth, it is a truth, but the correct answer is not, like we said, it's not always the right answer. It's the answer you want to hear, or it's just an answer that exists.
0: So it's a myth that every answer on the internet is the correct answer. And there is truth that Sean and Sam, you both are very passionate about what you do, right?
3: That would be a truth there. Yes, that would be a truth. Truth.
0: <laughs> and it is a myth that Katie and I do not drive you that we drive you crazy on the daily, right? That's a myth. Myth. <laughs> okay.
3: I'm gonna disagree with that one on there, but that's <laughs> just my
0: kind of a truth and a myth
3: yeah a little okay. column a, a little column b miss yeah. for me <laughs> <laughs> Well,
0: thank. that's no, so been great
3: honestly and actually, so now we appreciate it
0: of course well we appreciate you both coming on and dedicating a lot of your time when you guys are extremely busy to believe in are crazy so thank you um so we will we will see you guys or I'll, I'll see you in the next week and a half in person and then we will be recording soon so thank you both so much and thank you all for joining us on peeling back the truth Katie had to run to educate the world as she always is and I appreciate everybody listening to us and hopefully our listeners out there got something out of this today so thank you both Sean and Sam for joining us in person even though you join us every er, every time but you're behind the scenes Thank thank you Ashley bye bye